This is All India Radio. Whispers of the Wind. All India Radio in collaboration with Vigyan Prasad presents science serial Whispers of the Wind based on understanding and managing climate change and global warming. Let's listen to episode number 24 titled Global Warming and Emerging New Diseases. Come on, Vasudha. It is simply half past five. Hmm. Five minutes this way or that way. Depending on traffic, congestion is usually which makes no difference. Actually, I was waiting for you for over an hour, so I thought you were getting late. Uh, is there something? I mean, good news? <laughs> yes, Bhaiya has called from Nairobi. You know he's coming to India on post illness rest along with one of his friends working in the World Health Organization. Oh, so this is reason for this change. <laughs> yes. And this glow on your face, huh? Oh, Sagar, come on. I'm simply informing you. Yes, yes, Vasudha, I can see that. Are uh, you naughty? <laughs> Mom, uh, who's coming? Oh, uh, uh, your maternal uncle who lives in Nairobi? Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, Medha, Mama is coming. <laughs> We are going to have a lot of fun. Endless fun awaits us. Yes. Yay. <laughs> What nonsense, Vivek. He is coming here to recuperate from illness, and this moron is thinking about having fun. Ha ha ha. Medha. Now both of you leave the door. At least your papa let him come in. Exactly. Uh, okay, let okay, me okay. come in. Probably Bhaiya has come. Go and open the door for him. Okay, Mama. Hi, Mama. Good morning. Hi, Meeta. Very good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Ah, uh, very well. So, how are you, Prashant? Oh, come here. Good morning, Didi. Good, good morning. Good morning. Hey, you're looking so weak. Your disease has badly affected you. Oh, nothing much, Didi. Actually you love me so much that's why you are overreacting you know <laughs> uh, Prashant uh, Didi he's Vikas Hello everyone uh, hello Vikas Hello uh, you know my friend in Nairobi Oh yes Prashant uh, you you talked about him on phone the one who works in WHO Right he works in WHO on a very senior post mm. and he's from India Oh really Good morning mama how are you Hey Vivek I'm very much fine how are you I'm good too Vikas he is Vivek a brilliant student mm. <laughs> hello uncle hello beta hello a learned young man ha huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vivek come over here beta let bhaiya sit comfortably oh didi i'm very much comfortable and vikas why are you so calm and quiet ha huh? Uh, you know you are just like prashant to me so feel at home uh, didi i am at ease don't worry <laughs> okay yes vikas don't hesitate 
given liberty to these hooligans hooligans <laughs> yeah i mean medha and vivek ha huh? papa <laughs> you will never get a chance to be silent i'm telling you <laughs> oh come on papa come on we are not that bad yeah oh really hmm. uh, anyway prashant tell me what happened to you uh not much you know initially i had a high fever for 4 days and uh, when it was investigated it turned out to malaria Oh and here your sister became so panicky that I had to go to my doctor friend and there she took his long interview. Oh is it so? And same was the case with my wife. Actually their malaria is considered so horrible disease that everyone panics. Really? Hmm. And it is different from India. Uh, how are you now? Is there everything all right Prashant? Ah <sighs> almost. But feeling a bit exhausted. So when I got recuperation leave I came straight to India to meet you guys good very nice good mama. excellent vasudha hmm? bring some tea and breakfast for prashant and vikas okay give me some time and it will be there okay <laughs> wow vikas why are you so reserved and silent feel free you're just like prashant to us <laughs> no no ji ji i am not silent I am just listening carefully. Okay. <laughs> Vikas uncle, don't just listen. Keep talking also. Hmm. Uh, while Ma went to Doctor Shaker's hospital, we too accompanied her there. He said that the place where Prashant Mama works was a malaria-free area in 19th century. Yes. Yes, Mehta. He was right. Uh, uncle, then why is it there now? Because the temperature and other climatic conditions. were not favorable before for the vectors spreading malaria parasites uh which vectors what do you mean uncle mosquito uh, mosquito spread malaria okay. don't you know that uh, you yes, brilliant yes. student uh, <laughs> i remember uh, why now it has become favorable there for mosquitoes that's what i'm asking because mosquitoes prefer moist and warmer climate to breed correct ah. and global warming turned that unfavorable climate into favorable one for them isn't it uncle yes meda mm. this is not only with malaria it is also happening with many other diseases such as shagas disease leishmaniasis lyme disease babesiosis but uncle what is happening to these diseases vivek these diseases are either shifting or increasing their zones uh increasing their zones now what does that mean uncle it means that these diseases are now spreading in those areas where these were non existent few years back oh and these are becoming more severe and intense wow very good meeda how do you know it i was there when dr shekhar told it to ma hmm and you know same thing has happened with malaria in kenya that's why people panicked when they got infected with malaria oh global warming and climatic changes affect disease profile in many ways many ways yes many ways one as i have already informed you that some diseases are expanding their zones such as malaria dengue zika these are now found in these areas where they were non existent and it will have serious health implications hmm. isn't it hmm that's true meeda the disease burden will crash the health budget of many developing countries true prashant not only this it will also adversely affect the global water cycle water cycle now how does all this factor into this vivek 
Due to atmosphere, temperature and heat, the water from ponds, lakes, river and oceans evaporates consistently. Yeah, yeah, I know all that. Nothing is new about that. These water vapors are condensed in clouds and come down to earth as rain. Most of it again goes to lakes, ponds, river or ocean. Hmm. Some part of it is absorbed by soil and goes to the deeper layers of earth for further use by us through wells, pumps and, and some of it remains frozen on hilltops as ice caps which ultimately melts and comes in these water bodies. Wow. Hmm, that's brilliant. Hmm. I must say you know everything about water cycle in detail. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> this whole cycle of water from water bodies to clouds and to water bodies again is called water cycle. Okay. So such a simple thing has such a complex scientific name. Vivek, <laughs> <laughs> when global warming heats up the air, hmm? this hot air holds more humidity than cool air. Uh, uh, Vikas uncle, then what happens? In a nutshell, it will cause extremes of seasonal events. Extremes of seasonal events? Um, again, I must ask you, what does it mean uncle? I'll tell you Vivek, it means that some areas of earth experience torrential rains, floods and hurricanes, while in other areas there will be drought-like conditions, warm winds. And that's why people started using the term climate changes instead of global warming. Correct? Okay. Climate changes? Yes, because it does not only increase the global temperature, but many associated climatic changes do occur side by side. Vikas, I think climatic changes are the main cause of this nuisance. Mm. You are right, Sagarji. Absolutely right. When there is flood, the water accumulates at various places. And this stagnant water causes more humidity. Yes, Medha. Humid and warm atmosphere favours growth of mosquitoes and houseflies. Which in turn spreads malaria, cholera and diarrhea in these areas. Absolutely correct, Jijaji. In these circumstances, the sewage treatment facilities of towns are crashed. But there are special provisions in sewage treatment plant for these emergency situations. This overflow is filtered through some large filters and released to water bodies untreated. Untreated? Hmm, Medha, one cannot hold this water in the human dwelling. It has to go out by whatever possible way. Prashant, but this way it may pollute water bodies and even the underground water. Yes. Yes. Sagarji, it has already happened in Chuck Island of Micronesia. After flood, the number of patients of diarrhea diseases increased there tremendously. Very correct. Oh Vikas, after floods, it does happen here in our cities and rural areas too. Mm. But due to these climatic changes, the disease-causing organisms are also getting resistant to antibiotics and disinfectants. Vikas, uncle, do these climate changes not affect the organisms and worms etc. living in the soil? Yes, Medha, they do. The climatic changes cause change in the soil constituents besides causing changes in the disease-causing organism. Let's take the case of roundworm, the ascaris and hookworm. Ascaris? The one which comes out writhing with poop? Looking like unsegmented earthworm? Yes. Uh, and this hookworm? <laughs> it looks like miniature ascaris. Oh. Both of these worms reside inside human intestine. 
lava of hookworm penetrates the intact skin of the soles of barefoot walkers and reaches into the vascular system is it ah i have read about this uh, from there they go to lungs and carved into the windpipe of the patient and from there they reach their ultimate destination the intestines from where they come out with feces again and you know vivek in intestines they suck blood and cause anemia right oh, really meda both ascaris and hookworm thrive well in the soil when its temperature is 18 degrees centigrade or above the moisture of soil prevents their eggs and larvae from drying and global warming is providing them favorable circumstances mm that is why these diseases are emerging in the areas where these were once non-existent yes you're right meda there are diseases which have eloped for the time being but are returning back at some places hey returning what this time i'm the one who has returned back <laughs> that too with tea and pakoras yay, yay. <laughs> prashant i hope you don't have any food restrictions unfortunately uh, none didi otherwise i would have to break those restrictions oh, <laughs> okay so the meeting is dismissed for now hey children let them have some breakfast let um, them have bath you can hang on later if you want they have come after a long long journey yes. okay come on come on come on Vikas bhaiya would you like to go for shopping <laughs> nothing much to buy just wanted to purchase something for amma and bapu this can be done in the evening also okay then you must have some rest otherwise this duo will not let you do anything <laughs> oh come on mom <laughs> oh didi we are enjoying it isn't it vikas yes yes definitely on my last visit both meeda and vivek were quite young mm. and see Now they are grown ups. Yes, mama. <laughs> Prashant, I must say this is remarkable. Meeda has deep interest in global warming and climate change. This is a good sign that these teenagers are taking interest in these burning issues from this age. Mm. Uncle, nothing remarkable about it. I know what is cause of her interest. Oh, so you know the reason? Hmm? Mm. You want to know? <laughs> she has been assigned a project on this subject. Okay. Otherwise, she didn't even took interest in our house drainage. Forget about the global warming. Vivek, <laughs> is it true, Meda? Uh, uh, yes, Mama. Uh, have you been assigned a project on global warming? Yeah, it is global warming and human health. Oh, so I must say you're very lucky, Meda. Uh, how come prashant jija ji because vikas is the most suitable person to guide meeda on this very subject it is a part of his job and fortunately he is here in the hour of need <laughs> oh vikas bhaiya do you look after these issues in who yes yes oh wow then it means the meeting should continue now and you'll not be allowed to take any rest <laughs> <laughs> i do not need any rest i am feeling fresh with meeda and vivek <laughs> oh so then let me take the leave i have to see the arrangements for lunch yeah right yes. lunch is most important <laughs> <laughs> Vikas uncle yes meeda you told us that there are number of diseases which were considered eloped from earth but they are now reemerging oh yes 
Oh, what are those diseases, Uncle? Medha, Vivek, not one, but many. Many? Oh. Yes, yes. Such as anthrax, monkeypox, Zika virus, cholera, dengue, West Nid virus, Hanta virus. And you know, and now these are coming back and emerging in new areas. Right. In July 2016, herds of reindeer started getting anthrax infection in a short period. And 2,300 reindeers died due to anthrax disease. Uh, but uncle, uh, what is this anthrax? This infection affects cattle and pet animals which is caused by bacteria, anthrax bacillus. Mm. Half of the infected cattle die in no time. And you know Medha, the people who look after cattle do also get this infection from affected cattle. Mama, is it dangerous for humans also? Yes Medha, in humans it affects skin, lungs and intestine. The disease in which lungs are affected is called pulmonary anthrax. Half of the patients of pulmonary anthrax eventually die. Oh, that's sad. But uncle, we have a vaccine for anthrax which was originally made by Louis Pasteur. Hmm. Right, right, Meda. Due to this vaccine, we could wipe out this disease in early 20th century. Last patient of anthrax was seen in 1941. Then, then what happened in 2016? How it re-emerged? Hmm, quite interesting. Probably carcass of a reindeer that died of anthrax was buried beneath the layers of hard ice 75 years back. Good permafrost. Oh. Hmm, and you know, it remained locked in permafrost until bizarre warm summer temperature thawed the frozen soil and the corpse inside released the anthrax bacteria which were in suspended animation for 75 years. <laughs> Sounds like another Jurassic Park story. Medha <laughs> <laughs> and movies. Medha, in a short time, 72 people including 41 children were hospitalized and one 12-year-old child and his grandmother died of anthrax. Oh, very sad and surprising at the same time. Ah, the day may come when you will not be surprised on such happenings. Vikas uh, uncle, why are you saying it like that? This is not only the story of anthrax. This is happening with Zika virus disease too. Uh, Zika virus? Yes. Vivek, Zika virus resembles with dengue and chikungunya virus. All these three are spread by Aedes aegypti, a daytime mosquito which can breed in the bottle caps worth of rainwater. That's true. I know Vikas uncle, a uh, dengue fever. In this, platelets in the blood are reduced in number and rarely bleeding may occur from different parts of body which may kill the patient. And Medha, chikungunya is also a viral fever with severe joint pain. And there is no cure for this disease and treatment is focused only on relieving pain and fever. Right Prashant, now it has been identified in over 60 countries across the world. All this sounds so alarming to yes. me. Zika virus is spread by Aedes mosquitoes. First case of Zika virus infection in humans was reported in 1960 in Nigeria. Vikas uncle, is it a recently discovered disease? Yes, Medha. For many years, it was limited to countries falling within a small strip around equator, such as Central Africa Republic, Egypt, Gabon, Sierra Leone, Tanzania, Indonesia, Malaysia, Philippines, Thailand and Vietnam. Uh, but now, uncle? Vivek... Few patients of Zika were seen in 2014 in French Polynesia and Ester Island. Oh. In 2015, Brazil observed an epidemic of microcephaly. Uh, microcephaly? What is this, uncle? 
Vivek, microcephaly means small size of the head. Oh. Then it was discovered that the cause of babies born with small head is Zika virus infection in their mothers during pregnancy. Um, usually, Zika virus does not cause much discomfort in the patient. Then? But is devastating in pregnant women, causing smaller head size in their unborn child, which may have low IQ levels later in life. Uh, so, uncle, was epidemic of Zika in Brazil due to global warming and climate change? Yes. Medha, this epidemic started after heavy rains in southern Brazil and Uruguay in preceding winters. Hmm. And these rains cause much stagnant water bodies, which are favourable breeding grounds for Aries mosquitoes. Right, Prashant. And same thing may happen with cholera also. Hmm. And you know, Medha, in our childhood, Cholera happened to be a common disease, killing thousands of people every year. But in last 50 years, it is disappearing gradually. No, Prashant. No. Cholera is re-emerging now. Many patients of cholera are found in developed countries too. Oh. Why Vikas, uncle? Medha, cholera is spreading by houseflies. These houseflies grow rapidly in hot and moist atmosphere. Yeah. In our last meeting at WHO headquarters, specialists were worried about re-emerging of cholera. So uncle, you mean thawing of permafrost may reintroduce any diseases in future? No, not any, but many, <gasps> such as smallpox, which had been declared non-existent in 1980. Vikas uncle, can we have altogether new diseases due to these climate changes? I mean the diseases which never existed before. Uh, it may happen, Medha. You see, in 2015, scientists discovered a giant virus which was active even after being buried for 30,000 years under the ice sheets. Oh, shocking. God. Oh, God. Hmm. That is so shocking and amazing at the same time. Hmm, Vivek. But fortunately, it invades a type of amoeba only. Oh. But this may happen to some other organism with a capacity to invade humans also. <gasps> Mm, and I think uh, it may be very dangerous as well. Yes, Prashant, of course. Because for such disease, we will be helpless. As for these diseases, neither we have drugs and vaccines, nor our bodies would have immunity against them. Like a science fiction movie. Uh-huh. See, Mama, see. See, I told you, Medha and her movies. Yeah. <laughs> Vivek, Medha, World Health Organization published a list of such diseases which have the potential of being an epidemic. Uh-oh. Uncle, uh, can you tell us some diseases? Yeah, yeah, sure. These are Crimean Congo fever, Nipah virus disease, Rift Valley fever, Middle East Respiratory Syndrome and Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome. Ah. Uh, Vikas, uh, probably we do not have vaccine against any of these, right? Yes, Prashant, you are right. Till now, we do not have effective drugs and vaccines against these viral diseases. Prevention is the only way out. And that is possible by decreasing the rate of global warming. And this needs better understanding, commitment and cooperation. Uh, uncle, you mean? It is true that we cannot halt or reverse these climate changes altogether. But we can decrease the rate of these changes by making some adjustments in our lives, by becoming friend of nature. So... Started today to save our tomorrow. Whispers of the Wind 
You are listening to the 24th episode of the Science Serial produced by All India Radio in collaboration with Vigyan Prasar titled Global Warming and Emerging New Diseases. This episode was written by and translated by Dr. Arvind Dubey. Coordinators were Dr. Nakul Parashar and Dr. Virendra Kumar Tyagi. This episode was directed by Sudarshan Kumar, presented by Dilip Chha and assisted by Arvind Sharma. Participants were Nikhil Devan, Gaurav Devgan, Mamta Malkani, Nitin Bhaseen, Vasundhara Bose and Rakshit Thapriyal. Hey listeners, please stay with us. Here are two questions for you. The lucky winners will get attractive prizes from Vigyan Prasad. The first question is what is hookworm and how does it enter the body? I repeat the question, what is the hookworm and how does it enter the body? And the second question is what is the anthrax? What is the anthrax? You can send your answers by simple post. Our address is Science Serial Whispers of the Wind, Director Vigyan Prasad. A50 institutional area sector 62 noida 201301 you can also write on our email id radio@bigyanprasad.gov.in please do write or mail us your full name age and profession if associated with science club do let us know the membership of your club if you have any query or question do not hesitate to write to us We will be back again with the next episode of this science serial Whispers of the Wind same day same time next week till then goodbye